Welcome to Word of Life Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will move to and through you from today's message. If this podcast helps you spiritually, will you consider helping us naturally? You can give online or become a monthly partner as we aim to help more ministries and release more content. You can give online today at thelife.cc. Enjoy today's message. God is good, isn't he? (laughs) There is such a sweet presence in this place. Yeah, go ahead, take a seat. I don't want to forget and leave y'all standing for too long. But God is amazing, and I'm excited to just share a little bit with you. I won't, I won't be long, which is like famous last words from anybody who preaches or shares, <laughs> along with like four closings, all that good stuff. But I just, I'm excited for what God has, not just for me, but for you and, and for this house. And... You know, I'm just looking forward to revelation for everyone. And I, I really do feel as if it's coming, if it hasn't come already. So, yeah, we're going to press in. Welcome to Fondren. If you've never been here before, Word of Life Fondren, we're so glad you're here. My name's Hillary. I am the executive pastor here uh, and on staff here. And I would love to welcome you to this place if you weren't welcomed on your way in. And I'm excited for the opportunity to share. I'm always grateful um, anytime I'm asked and also a little shocked, which means last time may not have been that bad. <laughs> so you get another rep in. But like I said, I'm not going to share for very long. I just have had something on my heart that I believe to be on time uh, for what's going on. And the last few weeks, the Lord has just been good to me. Um, I found myself in an area of worry, just worrying about silly things and God being good, loving me through worry and through doubt, just um, presented scripture to me that's just been big in my heart for the last couple of months. And I've shared it from here before, but it's Psalm 121. And we can, we can read that together. Take your time flipping, they'll throw it up on the wall. But Psalm 121 says this, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. And if that doesn't encourage you, oh man, we can read it again, but... The part that's just been jumping out to me is the beginning. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? And I found myself in that situation wondering where my help was going to come from because I needed it in such a significant way. Has anybody been there? You just know you need something. You need a friend. You need a loan. You just need a hand. You need a hug, a comfort. 
And I'm grateful that the writer of the psalm answers it in the very next line. In the next verse, he says, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. We have a helper who is ready and waiting for us to do everything that we need. But what good is a helper if we don't turn to him? And I feel like we're just in a time and in a place where we have to hustle and grind and figure things out on our own that we forget that we have a helper who will sustain us. Or maybe you're like me and you said, Lord, I need some help, Jesus, I do. But all the while, I'm still pushing and pushing and pushing. And he's saying, Hillary, get out of the way so that I can do it. He is your helper. And we're in this place where we don't even let people help. We won't even ask for help. And I'm talking to myself as much as everyone here, but I just remember a time in my life, and I'm still kind of like dealing with it. I'm not as good as it as I would like to be, but I wouldn't even ask for prayer because I just felt like it was so burdensome to whoever I would ask. You ever felt that way? You're like, gosh, I need prayer, but they seem kind of busy. They have a line. People are talking to them. They've got their own life going on. But friend, I've never once asked someone for prayer and they've told me no. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but we we can't be afraid to ask for help. And I think the Lord is saying to you tonight, to all of us tonight, that we can ask for help. In fact, if we if we go back in our word in Genesis, we were designed to be dependent. The Lord looked at man and said he needs a helper. It's not good that he is alone. From the very beginning, God designed us to receive help, to walk hand in hand with other people, to do all it is that we're called to do. So why is it now that we're too big, too bad to to ask for that help, to search for that help. We're disservicing God when we don't let him help us. And truthfully, I think it grieves the Lord in some in some respect to watch us just fall and fail and try with everything that we have and he's just like if you would just take a moment to breathe to say pressure is off of you and let me step in and do it, we would be further along. We were designed to be dependent. We need help. We need help from above, from God. We need help from one another. And it's time for us to come forward and be bold about that. There is no shame in needing something more. There is no shame in needing a push. You don't sacrifice your independence in asking for a hand. And we're so prideful about being independent, about being like, at 25, I bought a house. I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. But if you really look at it, did you do it or did the Lord do it? It's okay to be dependent. 
we need to throw out that way of thinking and step into a God way of thinking. If, if the only way I got my home is by the Lord, glory to God, that's a blessed home. And it's going to be far more blessed than anything that I could do by my own hand. And let me tell you, I have done a lot by my own hand, and nothing compares to what God can do for us. So let's be a little more dependent. It's okay. (laughs) We need the help of heaven. John 15, 26. Lord, and Obadiah, that's wrong. (laughs) You know, we just extra flip. 15, verse 26. Um, The ESV, I'm going to read that version. Uh, Jesus is saying, I will send you the helper from the Father. The helper is the spirit of truth who comes from the Father. And when he comes, he will tell about me. I love this so much because... Jesus saw the state of humanity. He was walking around with us, and he knew that we needed more. That the lessons he taught, the time that he spent here, wasn't enough. But God is gracious and says, I have you covered. You will always have help. Even when it looks like your help is gone from this earth, I am sending another And what's so cool about the Holy Spirit, what's good about the helper, the advocate, is that he comes when we call. He hears our cries and he answers. But again, sometimes we are so much in our own way that we miss it. But he's faithful to say it again and again and again. I remember... A few times, there have been a lot of times where I've needed help. Let me tell you, I needed help today, Jesus. I was talking to to Shayla about volunteering because I need help with the 6 p.m. And I was like, man, I'm walking out this message already asking for help. But I can remember there just being two times in my life where I needed big help. Do you know what I mean? Like you're walking through like real life, like legit life, not just the smaller things, which still count and still matter. And one time was when, I, a couple years ago, I was living in an apartment and it caught fire. Fun fact, not my fault. I know what you're thinking. There was no candles, no burnt popcorn. It was an electrical fire that started in the, the attic of the apartment building. And it was in the middle of the night. By God's grace, everybody got out and they were fine. And I was in Texas. And I knew, I was like, I don't, there it is. I'm literally just watching flames engulf this place, which is a wild thing to see. And even though I was in Houston, I called Pastor Joel here <laughs> at like midnight. He didn't answer. He was sleeping naturally. Man, he's, a, he's an eight-hour kind of guy. Um, so I texted him, <laughs> and I was like, hey, this just happened um, sorry to bother you. So he calls me back and he's like, I'm so sorry. What do you need? And I was like, help. I just, maybe you could pray or something. I know you're not here, but I needed you to know that this was happening to me. So whatever you have, just help. And, um, 
it was winter and I didn't have a coat and all this, my brother was there and he's like, his arms around me because, you know, we just like rushed out. I just grabbed like a Bible, my cat, my laptop and pieced out and a photo of me and my mom because shout out to mom and amen, right? And my brother, he has his arm around me. He's like, gosh, aren't you cold? You don't have a jacket? And I'm like, Neil, it's on fire. <laughs> so no, I don't have a jacket. You can give me yours. And he was like, it's a little cold. And I was like, it's fine, fair, fair. But I needed help. I needed, my peace was being disrupted in such a big way. And all he did was tell um, the spectacular Miss Peppy. And they prayed. I didn't do like a post or anything like that, but the word got out that this had happened to me. And I saw such provision in such big ways through that week and the weeks to come. It makes me emotional thinking about it. I had people sent me like money on Venmo and cash. I I don't put my cash app and Venmo out there. I'm just like not that girl because like I said, I'm bad at asking for help. But I had over $8,000 come in in like a week And that money helped me pay for a hotel to sleep in because I couldn't come home because it was really icy. So there's no way I could drive back to Jackson. And I didn't have socks, which really upset me. I didn't think it would. But like literally I woke up the next day and I went to put on my sneakers and I cried because I didn't have socks. But I had provision coming. I had that big help. But I wouldn't have had that help if I wasn't plugged into a church or multiple churches because the church I was in in college, people there found out about it. I don't even know how. No one here knows them up there, but they found out. And my church here in Jackson, Word of Life, came through. The church I was at in Houston, they came through. There was a hairdresser there who brought me a blow dryer and a straightener. Praise God for her. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a girl's girl, if you couldn't tell. It's very important to me. But it all came rushing in. Big help. And I wouldn't have had that if I didn't have a church community, if I didn't have people who knew God, who knew this helper, who would listen when he prompted them to step out of their comfort zone and do something. And it changed my life. I knew how important it was to be part of a community like this. And it makes me upset to know people who don't have a community like this. That's why I'm so passionate about the church. Didn't mean to get this emotional, but it's raw, it's real, it's fresh. It's fine. But that's why this matters. You have to be able to ask for help, and God will send it from heaven and through the earth. In this, I'm I'm reminded of the story... Um, in Luke chapter 5. <laughs> Feel free to flip there. Let me know when you get there. If you beat me there, bonus points in heaven. Got there. I think I beat y'all. <laughs> but chapter 5, verse 17. Oi, I'm so sniffly. I'm sorry. <laughs> One day Jesus was teaching, and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat, 
and tried to take him to the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up to the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. When Jesus saw their faith, not the man's faith, but his friend's faith, his sins were forgiven, and then healing came. Sometimes you need the faith of those around you to cover you. And again, that's why it's important to get plugged in, because when you don't have faith for yourself, because I've been there, maybe you've lost hope or your hope is just hurt to believe for the things that God once told you. You need friends who will hold you accountable, who have faith to cover you, who will carry you in for refuge when you can't do it on your own. It's part of God's plan for you. But I don't think his friends would have just carried him if they didn't know his condition. They knew he needed help. And we don't know if he said that he wanted help. He was on a mat, so I guess if they were carrying him, he had no choice. (laughs) But I'd like to think that they agreed to it. In my mind, I see them hearing the word. They're all gathered around like they normally are. My dude's on the mat, the other guy's sitting around. And they're like, man, I've heard of this guy, Jesus, and he has the power to heal. He's healing blindness, and lame people are walking, and he's making tons of the religious people mad, but he's doing it anyway, and I think it could work. And their friends are like, yeah, I think it could work. Should we go? Yeah, come on, let's go. And can you imagine how this man felt as he's carried up to this door and he sees a huge crowd in a long line. I imagine his hope to be hurt. He's probably thinking, we didn't leave early enough. We were late again. That's what I would think because I'm always running late. (laughs) But his friend's faith said, no, today's the day you will be healed. And we're not taking a long line or a crowd as a reason for you to turn away from what God has for you. Their faith carried him up. How they got him up there, I don't know. Probably someone had him on their back trying to scale a building. Then they had to dig through tiles, rip them up, and lower him down. It says lower. It didn't say drop. That's skill. That's planning. That's effort. God can do the same for you. So if you need to be lowered into the presence of your Savior, you can do that tonight. You can do that right here. The person to the right or left of you, the person in front of you, we want to help lower you in so you can get what you need. You can get the healing, you can get the provision, you can get the help that you need. And we're going to go into worship in just a little bit, so the team, I don't know where they are, but they can come back. (laughs) If that's you, some of our prayer team will be down here in front. 
we want to help the best way we know how. And that's by praying for you and covering you for whatever it is that you need. We have the faith for the things that you may not have faith for yet. But we can pray for your faith to be restored. We can pray for your healing to come, for your opportunity to arise, for the provision to come in in the biggest, most miraculous way. So while we're worshiping, feel free to come down. If you need to sit at the altar and just pray and seek God, you can do that too. He's ready for you, ready to provide every bit of help that you need. So let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you. We thank you for the helper. We thank you for sending him in our time of need, God. Thank you that you do not leave nor forsake us. Thank you for always making a way for us and bringing help when we need it most, God. (laughs) Thank you, God, that pride does not get in the way. Our independence will no longer get in the way of what you have for us. We're willing to come and sit before you humbly and ask you for what we need. I thank you, God, that you send exactly what we need when we need it. We trust you. We worship you. It's in your name we pray. Amen.